0: The Adonis Audio Experience. Welcome, everyone. You are joined by Adonis and Jose Manuel. Jose, what
1: is going on, brother? Football is back, man. I'm as happy as can be. Football is back. How you doing? Dude, oh my God.
0: Yes, and it was just, like, much-needed gameplay this past Thursday. Just to jump right into it, man, football's back. Can you give us some insight on, like, what what the betting scene is like? Because I'm sure people are way more excited right now with football just coming back in action
1: yeah so I mean obviously Kansas City' still like an Kansas City is a pretty overwhelming favorite to go back and I mean rightfully so but they can be had people I think people are kind of forgetting how everything fell in place for them last year that might not happen this year things could you know and and they might not you know end up back in in the Super Bowl. On the local front, um both both the Jets and the Giants are, are they're in development stages. They're just trying to move it forward, but I don't really see a winning season out of either one of them. And hopefully the Jets aren't firing their coach. I personally one of my favorite sleeper picks for the Super Bowl is is um Indianapolis. You can get Indianapolis at twenty three to one right now to win the Super Bowl. They probably have the best offensive line in the game with the best left guard in the game, Quentin Nelson. The, uh Phillip Rivers uh joined them this year. I I love everything about that team. They mm-hmm. drafted the Jonathan Taylor in the second round, an mm-hmm. absolute workhorse. I think that team can lead the league in rushing. So and,
0: if you had to put down like your, you know, your 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 hardest earned dollars, Indianapolis is the pick for Super Bowl just based on those
1: odds yeah you're getting tremendous odds yeah and I I and I I I love that team I did it myself I'm I'm with it you know of course I put my yearly Vikings wager in but I actually the team is good they have all the tools there yep but you know maybe for the 30th year in a row of my life they're probably not gonna end up there but you know but that's that's the point of this whole thing you keep hoping yep Uh, um and I mean, obviously, Kansas City. I see San Francisco taking a minor step back. Uh, they're really beat up right now uh, on the on the defensive line and the wide receivers core. And that mm-hmm. division is just that division is is really tough. Seattle still mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and um, you know, with 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 Wilson and Arizona, that team is coming up. That team is going to be fun. That um, you know they're not going to go thirteen and three or whatever they went last year. It's probably going to be more of like, of like an eleven win team. Yeah. And there's always and there's always Dallas. Uh, with Dallas, I always take a um, I believe it when I see it approach. I have no faith in their quarterback. They have all the other tools there. They probably have the second best offensive line. They got two. They have two current guys on that little offensive line that are walking into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask her much more than that. And their quarterback, who was in the news this week for coming out with very um, – some disturbing news about, like, the depression he's dealt with and all that. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all wish him well. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a lot of faith of with – you know, I don't have a lot of faith with him as a as a performer. So I'm just yeah. – you know, Dallas I would, I would lay off of. Yeah. And then the last team – the last team, and this is the last year for this team, so they better – it's just take it or leave it. Mm-hmm is New Orleans. They've been Mm. at the step, you know, they've been at the, they're kind of like the, you know, they remind me like the Detroit Tigers, like, you know, from 2010 to 2014, like they were just always so close at that Miguel Cabrera-Verlander team, and they just never got it done. And they keep losing in these crazy, heartbreaking ways, mostly to my team. (laughs) You know, the Vikings seem to have their number. This is really it. I mean, Breeze is 41 years old, and the arm strength is going by the day. This is really it for that team. So it's now or never. So, so you know they and and they and I mean they they are they're right around the top of the NFC yeah. uh, odds wise. Um, so I mean you know it's not that's more of a favorite pick, but if the fans can start going to games later in the year, they have an incredible home field advantage in that in that dome, and and I uh, and I like that team. I mean they have the best receiver in the game, Alvin Kamara. I mean it's a team you really can't mess with, and a great coach. Yeah, and they have, and, and now they have an insurance policy of Jameis Winston, so they might actually so might not, they might might never, you know, slow down when Breeze leaves. Yeah, they ridden. may not
0: ne- never go into the full blown rebuild, but yeah, with the games happening, I mean, we had the Chiefs um, and the Texans. I mean, this this is just a, I guess a perfect matchup to start because. It's the two quarterbacks that, that everyone is looking to for the face of the league. And and you could see that the, the NFL really wants to make this the marquee matchup now. Where yeah. For the next 10 years, we're just following Mahomes' career and Watson's career and, and seeing how it goes from there. And looking at the game, I thought the game was going to be a little rusty. Uh, no preseason. I mean... I I honestly didn't even anticipate the start of the NFL to the week it was gonna start. So like Tuesday, I'm like, oh oh man, we we got games on Thursday. Uh, so it was all kind of like really subtle how the NFL just crept up on us. But from what I saw, the gameplay looked pretty clean. Um, you know, guys didn't look like sluggish or sloppy. Uh, but you could clearly see that um the Chiefs, they you know they 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 pretty much took over the game i mean in the first half it looked pretty competitive you know they they ended up uh going seven to seven then going into the half with the lead and and then after that it was pretty much just you know uh throwing passes underneath uh for mahomes and just really controlling the game from that standpoint so i would say the chiefs just kind of look like picking up where they left off and uh, I don't know what to make of it. I know it's just one game. Uh, you know, these things are probably going to drastically change in the weeks to come. So, you know, we'll see. But as of now, I guess the Chiefs still look like they're in uh, in Super Bowl form.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're the far superior team. You know, um, I mean, it was so weird. as no uh, preseason or anything like that. So that usually that'll build you up to the start of the season. So we don't have any of that. So mm-hmm. I do agree. It kind of just snuck up on us. Um, you know they really do want this to be kind of like the the this is going to be like the next generation of quarterbacks leading leading up to it. Uh-huh. Unfortunately for Deshaun Watson, he has an absolute incompetent moron running his organization, and he's going to lose a decent part of his prime with this guy. So uh-huh. so um, um they tra- the guy just doesn't know, doesn't know what he's doing. He trades Dante Hopkins away, the clowny trade. Um, I feel bad for him. You know, and and you can see the offense just didn't look right. They on 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 Thursday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually, it takes about the first month. Now, the first month is like extended preseason mm-hmm. because football is football is a game of repetition. I mean, we need mm-hmm. we need we need hard practices day after day to really get it going. The offensive line to to develop, you know, that cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. They need, they need those, they need those, those repetitions. They didn't have that this year on top of the fact that every time there's a new collective bargaining agreement, they want to practice less and less, mm-hmm. but they're hurting their own product. Mm-hmm. But this year that was taken out of their hands. So, I mean, understanding all that, we had a decent pro- uh, product on Thursday. You know, it was more of like a work in life performance in Kansas city. They ran it more than they ever run it with mm-hmm. this kid, Edwards O'Leary at LSU
0: yeah, great.
1: You no, know, it was great back. It was just, great back. It was, it was great for. It was just great to see football back. I mean, Kansas City's gonna be there. I mean, you, obviously that team is, mm-hmm. like, we, like we spoke about earlier. In the, you know, in the summer, you know, everyone's making them a dynasty already. I would say relax with that. You know, it just, mm-hmm. you know that, you know it. It takes time, and you know things happen. It's hard. It's hard to win. It is hard. But yeah. um, nobody. You know, nobody thought Peyton Manning would have ended up with two. Nobody thought Aaron Rodgers was only going to end up with one. Yes, yeah. you know, just respect the game and understand it, and you know. But I, I'll always be rooting for him as long as he's not going up against my Vikings. I, you know, he's a great kid. I love that team. I love Indy Reid. And uh, he's the face of the league. He's the new face of the league. Uh, Mahomes much more than Watson, uh, because of a little bit more talent and a much, much better situation. Because Houston is probably going to be under five hundred this year. And if he's lucky, they'll fire Bill O'Brien and maybe you can set that thing up again.
0: Yeah, man. And to round this out, man, for Super Bowl predictions, man,
1: who you got? All right. So the uh I'm taking so I'm gonna stick with that Indianapolis pick. I, I love it, I believe it. I understand that there's a couple of teams better than them, but um Okay, but I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Indianapolis. And On then, the NFC side NFC on the NFC side, excluding my team, because I don't, you know, we gotta leave them out of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hope and pray and and I think he's got one more big year in him. Oh, that God. um that oh, Aaron Rodgers that Aaron Rodgers leads Green Bay to the He needs one more. That guy was too good to end up with one. And they bring him back basically the same team. They were thirteen and three last year. Good team. The only the only team they can't beat, it's their absolute kryptonite, is San Francisco. If they can avoid them somehow, they can make it through the playoffs. If they can avoid San Francisco, they'll they'll be fine. Uh-huh. They did them no favors with the they did them no favors with the receivers this year. They bet Devontae Adams better stay healthy or all bets are off. But if they can keep their two guys healthy and and Aaron Rodgers comes with a chip on his shoulder, the size of Mount Everest. Because they drafted his kid in the first round, and I still think he's going to leave. But I think he's got one more big run in him, and he. So I'm, I'm going with yeah. a little bit, a little bit out there pick. But I'm gonna, and I would love to watch this game: Indianapolis versus Green Bay. And they're actually, they actually are going to play in the regular season this year. Got it. But that's what I'm going with. Give me Indianapolis and Green Bay.
0: Um, I'm going with, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course that that's that's a that's a fan favorite pick, Steelers yeah. being my team. But I think Steelers got a great defense uh, coming into it. Uh, Big Ben is uh, is back. You know, let's see what we get from him. It's definitely going to be an upgrade uh, from what we've gotten uh, with our backups. And um, on the the NFC, man, it's tough. So many good choices, but I I'm gonna shock everybody. I think the Dallas Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. I think this is the year that Dak just shuts everybody up. I know he's got, you know, his own challenges, but given that this is really probably the most crucial contract season, you know, he he got franchised. Uh, next season they're going to have to figure things out, you know, long term. And I think that's the year where you just, boom, you you stamp on a Super Bowl appearance. Because I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers can win it, right? Of course. But I think that just getting to the Super Bowl this year is going to say, listen, I'm as deserving as these other guys getting contracts that are just record-shattering contracts. And I think that's where he kind of sets himself apart. So we'll see. That's kind of like my my take from
1: that point. All right, I, I want to I, I do I do want to say because I, I didn't kind of skip over Pittsburgh and I was talking about the league. I do like I do love that team. Um, they're gonna come back in a big way. I love everything about that team. Coach Tomlin, the O line, and if Ben has something left, I love that pick. Not, they'll be right there. They'll be right there at the top of the. I think they probably if Ben is back, they'll win the division from Baltimore. It, it'll it'll be that. That uh, that's significant. They, that team is yeah. impeccably run, mm-hmm. and he's got one. He's got a couple of years left in him. Left in him too, if that arm can hold up. So you know, with the uh, with the NBA now, uh,
0: there's so much going on in just sports right now. It's like overload. We went from just not having anything, just being desperate for any form of entertainment. Um, I mean, it's it was nuts, and now. We got entertainment overload. I mean, you got golf. You got tennis. You got baseball. You got basketball. You got the NFL. And now you you got hockey, the NHL. And everyone is literally heading into their postseason almost all at the same time. We're going to have so much to watch, so much to do. It's exciting. Um going into the uh third round now with the conference finals in the nba i'm really excited because we got teams that you know we felt were were gonna be there i would say that the team the two teams that shocked me the most and maybe they shouldn't but it's the miami heat obviously and the denver nuggets but um you know with that said the East has already kind of solidified itself, so I, I you know, we'll start with that. Um, you got Boston and Miami, and Boston had a really great battle against Toronto, and I always felt that Toronto was maybe the more complete team, but Boston had the better skills. And I think this, I think if Boston can get its act together and be the the kind of team. That the 2015 Warriors were. Meaning Jason Tatum has got to be your best player. Jalen Brown has to be your second best player. And then Marcus Smart has to be your third best player. And then the number four guy is Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker has to be the Andre Iguodala for this team. Maybe not defensively. But offensively and that veteran leadership, he's got to do that because then it creates a scenario where you had in 2015 with the Rocket, uh, I mean with the Warriors, you had Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Steph Curry as your three stars. And then your, your veteran who really glued this all together was Andre Iguodala who ended up winning the finals MVP because he was so damn good in that finals. I think if the Celtics could get into that kind of space, it's sky's the limit for
1: them. Yeah, I mean, I hope they learned a good lesson this week um, in the series because it should have been a lot easier than it was. But if you don't let a team back in that you have that, and they had that massive mess up, you know, right after, right after, or right before we had spoke last week. You know, at the end of game three, because if they win game three, they might even sweep them, and now they have to play the seven game war. But the NBA did them a favor because game one's not until Tuesday, so now they got to recover. Because I guess they want to stay away from the NFL because game one normally would have been Sunday. Them uh-huh. trying to them trying to get it out. Um, you know, I mean, that's, you know, everybody remembers that. That's my pick. I have, you know, I have a few shackles on Boston to win the title, so uh-huh. it's nice that that's still alive. Uh-huh. But um, no, listen, Tatum. Tatum has to be the best player in the series. He's the best player on the floor. He's the only guy. He's really, you know, he's the number one guy that can really just get to the ten. Whenever he wants, he's going to be guarding Butler on the other side. I mean, that Miami team, they're so – they're so – they are so dumb. They have so much depth. It's just they – you don't know who's going to give it to you that day. One day it's – one day it's Hero, you know, then it's Butler, then it's Drogic. Drogic's that guy. He just – when the game is on the line down the stretch, he just nails these 18-footers from the top of the key. Mm-hmm. That team – A team is hard, you know, but I'm hoping now they're probably going to be favored in this series. It's different when you're favored. Somebody's expecting something from you. They've had a week off. Boston really needs to jump on them in that game one. Um, they they can beat them. I mean, they beat them two out of three in the regular season. Most of those, two of those games were, you know, before you know, pre-pandemic and everything. So I mean, they're like different teams at this point. Yeah, but also, uh,
0: I mean, Jimmy Butler didn't play. In, in those two games, um... look
1: he didn't. He didn't play in the he didn't play in the seeding game. We, they played once in the in the eight games in the seeding game, and yep. Miami beat them anyway. But um, at that that's the kind of team they are. Olynyk shows up, drives and drops fifteen. Bam. Um, Boston has what it takes to beat this team. They should beat them, but it's gonna take an incredible defensive performance, like you saw yesterday. Yeah, you know that was also a combination of no legs in that game because game six was just such an incredible game. Oh, and if I could also mention this. The NBA runs that ridiculous two-minute report where they tell you where they messed up in the uh-huh. last two minutes and they told you that Kimba Walker got fouled. Yeah. I don't really know what that thing accomplishes because you don't go back. So, you know, if yeah. you're a Celtics fan, you're really annoyed at seeing that. Or if you're somebody like me who wagered on the Celtics, you're even more annoyed. That does nothing <laughs> for me. Do not release that stupid two-minute report anymore. It. Thank you for, you know, coming back in Monday morning quarter. But what if something, what if the you would have lost yesterday? What, what if that, another season's over and you told them that they should have won game six. So that, I,
0: this is ridiculous. a public service announcement to the NBA. Do not release the two minute report anymore because you're messing with people's
1: heads, man. Thank you. It's unnecessary. Save time. And, um, yeah, I need more from Kimball Walker. I'm with you. Kimball Walker, um, I mean, in that game six, he killed him. He had, like, seven points or something. I'm with, I'm with you with, on that. And hopefully they can get Gordon Hayward back because they go, like, seven deep. In the second half, he doesn't want to play any of those guys. Wanamaker, Ojale. Those guys are just... Listen, play a Wanamaker the and
0: Williams got to hit the bench, man. Period. There's no way. They, they should never play a minute in this Miami series. Period. They they gotta find somebody else, man. But uh yeah, you know, that's the east coast. Now we're looking at the west coast, and you know, it's not as simple for the west coast though, because we have some conference finals that are, are being rounded out. It looks like the Lakers are gonna handle Houston, and you know, I've never been so excited just to see a team lose. It, it, I'm almost I'm almost trying to figure out. Am I more excited about the Rockets losing than I am excited about the Lakers and LeBron winning? Because I despise the brand of basketball that the Rockets play. I hope they get pummeled. I hope they get embarrassed in in this next game, in Game 5, because I do not want to see this style of basketball anymore and I don't want any other teams copying this style of basketball. So, best of luck to the Lakers. And then, lastly, we got the Clippers and the Nuggets. Where the Clippers and the Nuggets, man, it's it's you know it's it's still up in the air. And I think that the game last night with Paul George, man, that's my point, man. You take Paul George out of that game and you put a guy like Siakam, and I think the Clippers win. I think that they got a Paul George problem right now that he has to really be a true number two and stop being so inconsistent and relying on Kawhi just to save you every time with his claw or with his finger or or whatever yep. he's got to do to be the
1: superhero. Yeah, listen, I was, I was watching a game with a friend yesterday and he knows about my selfish wager. And I was like, listen, the best thing that could ever happen to the Celtics if they're fortunate enough to get past Miami is that they play the Clippers in the final. Because we all know that this guy's going to disappear at some point and leave Kawhi by himself. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I mean, that series should have been over. I mean, they had smacked Denver around for the last two games. Mm -hmm. I never in a million years thought Denver was going to win that game. And they were dominating them. And then Denver kind of just found it. If they listen, they might mess around and find themselves in a game seven, mm-hmm. and I'm not too sure. If Murray just gets hot, you're going home because if he, yeah, it. I don't want to. That's not something you want to mess with. You don't
0: want to throw Clippers. the dice on Murray scoring fifty because in this bubble, mm-hmm.
1: he could do that. <laughs> he can do it. I mean, listen, he's not going to get. He's not going up against Utah anymore. They thought they could play him one on one with with a six four guy. They're going to put Ka- Kawhi's on him. Kawhi's mm-hmm. on him, and he's driving them nuts. But. But you just get it over with where it should be over. Boston learned a valuable lesson. Hey, kill them when you need to. Kill them quick. You should have been up three nothing in that series. The Clippers should have finished it yesterday. The Lakers are easily finishing that today. God, good ratings with Houston. They're gonna fire the coach, maybe fire the GM, and I don't really know what direction that team goes in. Enough with all of them. They're dogs that they never won a big game in their lives. I'm sorry, you know, I, I got nothing for them. Westbrook, if you could ever get some control to his game could have been something but he insists on shooting these ridiculous three pointers that half of them barely hit the rim and so i mean that's going to be an interesting offseason for houston
0: and your western conference lineup for the western conference finals
1: (laughs) it's going to be an all an all la series yep uh but you know and i've been picking the the clippers all along but um you know You know, I'm going to stick with that, but I I just, with with Paul George not showing up for a game every now Mm -hmm. and then, and, you know, I can just see LeBron just, I mean, just forcing this thing. He's been a force. He's blocking everything. He's like five years younger. Mm -hmm. If he does that, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. And then, like, the one game, game three, was the last competitive game against Houston. And, like... The Lakers never know where their third guy is going to come from. They don't know if it's Kuzma one night, Morris one night, Rondo one night. That game is that game is 84 up or 82 up yeah. at the start of the fourth quarter, and Rondo comes down, hits a three. They go down, they get a stop. Rondo Rondo comes down, hits another three. You know, yeah. And before you know it, and before you know it, they're up nine. They're up 94-85. Houston called tie. Houston calls timeout. It's never a game after that. They never get like within seven. And like those yeah. are back breaking threes. You don't you're not expecting that from Rondo.
0: Yeah. Well, you
1: and know, playoff Rondo. You, yeah, if you can continue to get these little performances, because somebody's gonna have to do it. It's gonna have to probably be Kuzma most of the time. Then they're gonna be there. Then well, they're gonna, they're
0: gonna be there. I, I had this thought, and and this is kind of veering off a little bit, but I had this random thought. Now This Laker team, in my opinion, has enough. I, You know, I have the feeling that if the Lakers don't win this year, people are going to say, oh, it's the supporting cast. But one, one thought that jumped into my head, I was just like, okay, well, who would you take, the 2001 Lakers or this Laker team? And the reason why I thought about that is because if you take out LeBron and AD, and you plug in a 2001 Kobe and Shaq, yeah. there's no way the Rockets team wins one game. Like, you yeah. y- 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 you don't like LeBron's got to figure it out with what he's got, because you there's no way you're going to tell me that Robert Ori and Derek Fisher are light years ahead of Kyle Kuzma. And playoff Rondo, and and Caldwell Pope, who can ball, and then Kuzma, yeah. who's supposed to be your third best player. So that, that which to me Kuzma is Lamar Odom, if not better, because you know with Lamar you really never knew what you were gonna get. Though Kuzma, I guess, is kind of similar in that sense, but he's younger. Um, I feel like he's gonna have a, a better trajectory, especially as a scorer. And that's I, I don't know. I, I just thought about that randomly.
1: Yeah, I mean, they don't even play their center. So, I mean, I don't know what they would do with Shaq. I mean, he would eat P.J. Tucker for lunch if he to the garden with that. So, I'm, right? I want, I would agree with you wholeheartedly there. Now, listen, I, me me, and you don't think, or I'll just speak for myself, they didn't think the Lakers had enough on this team. But the, the, the guys in the desert thought they were fine. They've been favorites this whole time. They're favorites yeah. over the Clippers. So, I mean, yeah. And I always value their opinion because they don't have a dog in this fight. They just care they just care about the money. Yep. The obviously he's got enough. Every one of these teams has like a real hole, you know. Boston lacks a lot of depth. Miami kind of lacks that star. Um, you know, the Clippers lack a consistent second guy. Yep. You know, and the Lake and the Lakers, you know, lack a little bit of support. It really hurts that Avery Bradley opted out with, with I mean with great respect and I understand why he did. Yeah. But so I mean I he has enough. But so they got a bona fide center it, that shoots threes yeah. and you got LeBron James. <laughs> no, no. It, it, I mean so I joked and called him Cleveland West, you know, and I mean it's it's fine, but I mean he he he, uh, he still won a title in Cleveland. Exactly. You know, and could've won, and could have won another one if, you know, Durant didn't go there, if they would have just kept running the back with the same teams. Yeah. He got he's got he's got enough. There's no excuses. If they lose, they just lost. It's not like Yeah. You know, everybody has everybody has something going on.
0: All right, man. Um you know, moving things right along, we got the MLB playoffs at the end of this month. Baseball has been tough for me personally just to get really excited about it all. I think it in part is because the Yankees are just slumping right now. We have the same problems we've had for years, but we've been able to mask it with this superficial sense of just home run ball. And when times get tough, though, we don't get over that hump. And the Yankees have made a lot of bad decisions, but not just to get into that. We're excited about the MLB playoffs uh, to get started. It's scheduled to go on September 29th. I'm just going to run down a couple of things that I don't know if the listeners know just yet, but there's going to be 16 teams in this in this uh MLB playoffs. There's going to be the divisional, there's going to be the um well, it's going to start with the wild card, right? And then it's going to go into the divisional and then it goes to the league championship series, which it seems like there's no part of this uh playoff bracket where the, the, the division winners get to actually take a break or take a bye. So that's going to be really interesting just to see them kind of have to play through every series. And then it sounds like this is all going to take place in a bubble, which is going to be in the California um, state and also the Texas state. And that's where they're going to have the two bubble leagues uh,
1: during the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I hate what they do with the playoffs. God, it's sacrilegious. But they're letting everybody in. So eight teams per league. So they're playing a three-game series in the first round. Yeah. So, I mean, if you imagine, you imagine you're somebody like like the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. That's an that are I mean an absolute juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And you you know you win like forty five games or something. They're they they're just fine. And you get stuck with the Mets in the first round. And we can crack all these jokes about the Mets that deserve to be cracked about. But mm-hmm. the Mets are starting the best pitcher, no question, in yeah. the first game. And and the Grom just and the Grom just, just blanks you. Yep. You know. And now you lose one of the next two games on whatever, you know. Yeah. And you're done. You're, done, you're done by, you by the and Mets. You, and they probably won twenty more games in the Mets. Like, oh, I hate what they did. I really hope that this is just a one year thing. Because baseball is settling their soul. To try to connect with this generation that doesn't care about it. But let me just answer your original question. Um it's I mean, it's gonna be a very uh interesting playoff. I think that the national league is gonna play in Texas, the American League is gonna be in San Diego, because they don't want anybody having a familiarity with the ballpark, and then the playoff will be in Arlington. So they're gonna yeah, they're gonna create playoff bubbles, which will help if they need to delay something a couple of days. They don't have to worry about weather. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they really want to go too deep into November for many reasons, mm-hmm. but um, I, you know, I hope it works. The, I mean, knock on wood. There really hasn't been any kind of suspending of games recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, th- hopefully people are just you know behaving more because they're not in a bubble. So I mean, you you're not watched all day. You can go out and I mean, if the team catches you, you'll be you'll be suspended. But um, I'm looking forward to it. Your Yankees are absolutely leaking oil they finally won a couple of games this week yeah Oh, they just you know last year they missed. Ha- last year they lost so many guys judge stanton and all these guys stepped up but you know this year it just didn't happen like the Talkmans into the world yeah are not are and then the tyler wades of the world you know they're really not performing like that but with this new they're lucky. That it's not the old way because they wouldn't be winning the division and they'd be in a dogfight to get to the to get to one of the wild cards. Yeah, but they're fine now. Now they're fine. They swept the doubleheader against the Orioles yesterday. They're going to beat up on the Orioles. Get 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 going. Get ready, and they're going to be okay. They're gonna. They're at least going to get there, and then they they have they have what the Mets have. Whoever they're going up against, they got the best pitcher starting game one.
0: Yeah, and well, go, we got to yeah. face – I mean, we're going to be an eighth seed, the way it looks, yeah. you know. So, so literally, you, you got to face the best team, and I guess you have a point. Uh, You know, if if you're talking about the game one pitcher in a, in a three-game series, then, yeah, that that changes things a lot.
1: Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. And then for our friends in Queens, they're probably not making the playoffs. They're just not consistent enough. There's too much – too much nonsense. Yeah, but you Ronnie. know what,
0: man? I'm tired of hearing that, man. The Mets got to make the playoffs when 16 teams are making it. You know what I mean? Like, it's frustrating for me, too, because I'm just a New York fan. You know what I mean? Like, I want the Mets mm. to make it. Like, you got pitching. You you got a lot of tools. I mean, yeah, there's some holes with the team. But, man, when eight teams can go from one side, you should be able to make that make that cut
1: they should be i mean they're out they're the outside looking in right now they're close i mean they're behind the marlins right now in the division they're fourth in the division i think they yeah i mean start by sweeping toronto this week they finally hit for Degrom, got them some run support they should have saved them for today because you know those you know those two runs today after scoring 19 yesterday yeah um uh, i it's just i mean Alonso not as good it took me neil a long time to get going rookie yeah. manager Strowman opts out, Syndergaard gets hurt. The best thing to get the, the best thing that can happen to the Mets this year is that, that that sale of the team is just final and the Wilpons can get as far away from this damn team as possible. And you can have somebody with real money run this team the right way. Don't just throw money at every problem. And they can start and they can get healthy moving forward. Yeah. I, I mean they can still sneak into the playoffs with the ground pitching every fifth day, Lugo's pitching today. They just need a third consistent starter. Stephen Matz could ever get it together. The bullpen's okay. The bullpen's not great. It needs to be better. Mm-hmm. You know that Ed- Ed- Edwin's DS trade still seems to be an absolute disaster. But I mean, it is what it is. It's it's done. I mean, at least Cano's hitting. But Diaz was a part of that deal. Cano was just the, you know, mm-hmm. the, to take you know take the bad contract from Seattle part. And they thought mm-hmm. he had a couple years left. So I mean, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to baseball. Uh, I'm looking forward to the playoffs myself. San Diego's a really fun team. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, he's got his a phenom. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen him yet, you know, he plays out west, and it's hard to, you know because they don't play the Mets or anything, so you're really not going to see him unless you have like the MLB package. That's a that's a really. Or you're fun catching team. the highlights. Exactly. You know, the Indians look like a formidable team. You know, they just. Crank out pitchers, man. They just develop a pitcher every year. Bieber, Plezak.
0: They know how to figure um, it out.
1: Yeah, you know. And I, so, I mean, it's it's gonna be fun. The Twins are right there. The White Sox, another team, another team like San Diego with a lot of young players. Eloy Jimenez, mm-hmm. Tim Anderson, um, and Jose Abreu there, the, the veteran still. i um, mm-hmm. this. It, it's um. There's a lot, you know. I haven't even really been able to think about a pick yet. I got to think about it a little more. Yeah. It's going to be. I mean, it's a lot it's all
0: over the place. I mean, here's what I think. You got the Devil Rays in first place, man. It's like yeah. it's like this whole three game series thing. It, it's like if you like waging, this is where you want to wage because th- no one's going to be able to predict as accurately, except for like you say those guys in the desert, but. In a three yeah. game series, anything is possible, especially when you got teams like that literally, uh, you know, uh, the White Sox are at the top of it. The Rays are at the top of it. You know, the A's are good and, and they're at the top of it. You know, uh, I, I mean, it's crazy. You know, e- everything is yeah. all over the place right now. So I, I think if you are a betting person, the, these three game series are going to be the best to really dive into. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean Tampa's brilliantly run. T- Tampa, I mean they just do it with uh, just so well run. They do it with half the resources some of the other teams do it. If I'm the Mets, I'm hiring everybody in that organization. Come over here and teach us how we do things. We don't know what the hell we're doing, but um, um, they you know when they have pitchers, they have Glass now Snell, you know they're a good team. They were a really good team, but they they could still get. They got a little little sneaky rivalry with the Yankees now. There's not a lot of love lost there. They're throwing they throwing at people and stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I would um, you know, I would love to see a little a playoff matchup in the first round. You, if they're still the one seed and the Yankees sliding as the eight, that you know that that means nothing. Tampa doesn't want to see the Yankees there. They'd be really upset to see them.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So we're excited to see the uh, MLB playoffs. A lot of uh, playoff action and just sports action in general heading into the fall which we're so excited um i did want to share some other kind of notable news uh, just in the sports arena and going back to basketball uh doris burke who everybody knows in the sports world, um, you know, if uh, unless you're hiding under a rock, uh, you you know, uh, pr- pr- people are pretty familiar with Doris Burke and the work she's done uh, in basketball in general. But she's going to be the first female announcer to call an NBA conference finals on the radio, and the first to do it ever on any platform for the finals. So. Uh, congrats to Doris Burke and and um, just achieving a milestone there, especially for women who are in sports. Um, I think that you know you she is an absolute trailblazer. So I just wanted to congratulate her on that. And 100. The other thought I had is that how tough is the NBA today when you got Van Vliet just crossing dudes over and driving to the hoop. I thought about that too randomly, just watching the game. I'm like, yo, this game is no joke hard. When you got Van Vliet breaking dudes, there there's tons of Van Vliet in the NBA right now. And that, that, that made me realize, shit, this league is probably harder than ever.
1: Yeah. I mean, that guy's a warrior, man. You know, the good Lord would have, you know, blessed him with, you know, two or three more inches. Yeah. He'd be an absolute star. He'd be an I mean an absolute star. I've talked about him before. Loved him on Wichita State. He was on these tough, gritty Wichita State teams that went to the final four as a nine seed. And were and they weren't winning games by two points. They were I mean, they blew out the Ohio State in the um in the Elite Eight to get to the final four. Oh, just a tough, gritty dude. You know, I was I love that team. I loved I love the um you know, him and Lowry. Him and Lowry, I mean, they're just tough as nose. Bosses don't want to mess with them no more. They're happy they just got out of there. Yeah. Um, the league is in a great place. The league is in a great place. I love the product in the bubble. Um, you know, it's – I mean, their shooting percentages are out of this out of this world. You know, guys – you know, look at that Miami team. Guys like Hero. These young guys, yeah. they just develop. Yeah. And they'll, they'll run the offense to him in the end. That kid's 20 years old. Yeah. It's – yeah. You know the you know the Murries, the Donovan Mitchell's of the world. You know it's, it's, it's you're 100 percent right. The game is in a great great place. You know, led by you know if, you know the young the young contingent, like 25 and under. You know Luca, and you know I mean it's yeah. That's what you know. That's what we want. That's 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 it, what you that's always what you're looking for. The next the next generation as as LeBron and you know and Chris Paul and them you know finish up these careers you see where the, you know, where, you know, where the next stars are coming from. Well, everyone,
0: that's what we got on this beautiful day. Until next time, peace out.